can't give the world to see Where the music's softly playing And the rhythm's gently swaying Underneath the stars in a million bars Guitars are softly saying Mexico You got to be in so much to see in Mexico Delicious to the last drop. Um, there are people who tune in mainly, mainly for that. Uh, Long John Baldry, Mexico. But of course, also wanting to hear what uh, John Bonfilio has to say. Uh, John, thanks uh, ever so much for joining us. Good evening, Martin. How are you? I'm fine. Uh, you're uh, in a, a remote, um, a remote spot. You're in the highlands of, is it Chiapas? It is, yeah. Uh, I'm not feeling the love for Long, Long John Baldry, Mexico. Tonight I've been blockaded into uh, a town in the Chiapas Highlands where there's some kind of civil strife going on. Uh, so they're not, letting, they're not letting me leave the town until morning, apparently. So we'll see how that plays out. Uh, Chiapas, historically, it, it's often referred to as the basement of Mexico. It's one of the poorest states in Mexico has really high indigenous fragmented groups um, that since forever have really resisted the interventions and the abuse of the federal government. And so there's fairly regularly, you know, conflict in these parts. And it was actually the uh, the beginning of well, the Zapatista Rebellion in 1994, which was a kind of quasi-revolution started here and actually started about 12 miles from where I'm stuck now. So that's really the kind of I guess, you know, the after effects of, of all of that. And, yeah, just driving through the town this evening, trying to slowly make my way home and was peremptorily told that I was going absolutely nowhere. And uh, we'll see how things pan out. Wow. So what, have you had to sort of find a hotel or did you have to sleep in the car or, or what? Yeah, initially I thought it was going to be a car job, but uh, managed to, to get you know, physically the car, get physically past the barricade and then come into the town. So... Uh, just in the centre of town now, and just have to yeah you know, ride out the night and then see what see what uh, what the day brings, and then uh, yeah hopefully things will be slightly easier in daylight. Yeah. So I mean, apart from the fact that it's the the poorest state uh, where you are at the moment in the uh, in, in southern Mexico, there, uh, what else can you tell me about the spot that you're uh, now stranded in? Yeah, I mean, actually, the um, so that's the you know the, the downside, I, I guess. You know, it's understandable, but it's definitely the the downside, the upside is it's an absolutely stunning state. I mean, you know, when I say I'm in the highlands, the, you know, the views and the valleys and the mountains here are um, absolutely unique. And it's one of the reasons why uh, why I'm here. I was visiting a community in uh, in a place called uh, Frontera Corozal, which is on the border with Guatemala, uh, where there's this amazing uh, group called Silla Chan that, that do a lot of really interesting work in the jungle. So visited them and spent some time with uh, with them and just, yeah, a couple of other community organizations here because they are it is so far removed from everywhere else that there is every little community has something different going on uh, within it a different skill set a different history a different language there are literally hundreds of language indigenous languages here in the in the mountains you go from one community to the other and they don't share any any language at all they can be completely different you know you have different vestments different outlooks uh, different makeups different political parties that they support so a completely unique part uh, of the world but but for sure you know one which uh, has lived through some 
and times uh, since uh, yeah, 1492. Yeah, blimey. And uh, this Mayan drink, uh, Pox, which I don't know whether I want to drink <laughs> anything called Pox, um, spelled P-O-X. I mean, tell me about, about this. This is the popular local drink. It is, it is. It's actually pronounced Bosch, so sometimes Bosch. the X here is pronounced as an S-H. But, um, yeah, I'd like to say it was one of the upsides of the day, but I'm not sure it was. It's um, it is local drink made from a corn ferment, which has been offered to me at every possible juncture. And, uh, you know, most of the people here are absolutely amazing and wonderful, and they definitely don't take no for an answer when, you know, you say maybe you don't want to have the seventh glass of really strong corn ferment so so that's been my that's been my secondary challenge of the day is trying to get through the day and, and drive and pass through blockades without you know having a skinful wow. uh, through no fault of my own i hasten to add he told the court yeah um now also <laughs> what what i'm interested in as well is uh how you know the, the, obviously it's 24 hour news here and i'm looking at the screens i've got sky news on i've got bbc news on and um we're obviously because it's part of europe and all that um hugely involved in what's going on in ukraine i wonder if that has uh has sort of hit south america in you know because there, there will be sort of comparisons i suppose um and is that big news where you are it is very much so and there's very much a sense of trepidation about where something like that can go and actually the leaders in the countries are really interesting in terms of their their responses the most uh i guess ridiculous which you know you would expect is nicolas maduro saying you know they're fully behind uh russia they absolutely support it in and everything that it's doing and that it will emerge uh uh, united and victorious in the search for uh, for peace after this this takes place. Daniel Ortega also left his leader in in Nicaragua. Pretty much the same. Cuba's interesting because Cuba's statements and and language has been around the fact that they support Russia, but they don't support the invasion or or the, the violence. And Bolsonaro, uh, as ever, semi comically clown in a clown fashion, has uh, he didn't say anything. And his his VP Hamilton Morale. Uh, condemned the invasion, to which uh, Bolsonaro immediately told him to shut up because it was none of his business. And I guess the most interesting one is the, Mex is the Mexican president, Andres Manuel López Obrador AMLO, who actually um, continued, I guess, a, a policy that Mexico has of peace-seeking internationally. Um, and he, he basically said that Mexico is, is emphatically for peace and promotes peace uh, and will do anything that they can to, to help bring it about. Um, so in a way, you could look at it as a kind of neutrality, but I think it's more of a positive intervention than that. So it's only drawn out, you know, uh, a lot of different comments uh, from from right across the country and, and sorry, across the region, and almost everybody else uh, in terms of the presidents and so on has roundly uh, uh, criticised the invasion and the Russian position vis-à-vis -vis Ukraine. Yeah, and just on a, on a, a sporting uh, angle, John, uh, it's the Mexico tennis uh, semi-finals, the the Open tennis in Mexico, um, which also has a, a sort of Ukraine slash Russia angle. Yeah, Medvedev, uh, the Medvedev Nadal um, Australian Open final is being repeated in a couple of hours' time. They're going to hit the court, and everybody's been uh, tapping Medvedev up for, for some some comments, some position, because obviously Medvedev is is Russian, and he's roundly said that he is 
I guess a citizen of the world, foremost in terms of all the countries that he's visited, the tennis player and so on, and that he's in fact emphatically for peace. In the other semi-final, you've actually got Cameron Norris. You've got a bit of UK representation at the Mexican Open in Acapulco, and, and uh, uh, Norrie and uh, Stefanos Sitsitas, uh, always difficult for me to pronounce, yeah. are currently on court uh, at the moment. So potentially uh, we might have a UK uh, representative in, in the final over the weekend. Brilliant, yeah, because it doesn't get much coverage the Mexico Open. I, I just, well, I, I suppose I was saying it might be on Eurosport, but I think not, as it's in uh, in Mexico. We, we rarely see that. Well, it's obviously not one of the slam events, but um, obviously the top players playing there. Yeah, look, it's an ATP. Sorry, bad noise. So it's an ATP you know, top tier event, and certainly big news um, here in, in terms of you know the sporting headlines. Uh, nationally, you know, for sure, one of the big um, sporting events uh, annually here in in Mexico, and it doesn't attract all of the top names, but it certainly attracts, uh, you know, good. Well, a few good of them, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, let's uh, wish Cam Norrie uh, all the best because obviously, well, even getting to the semis, he's, uh, you know, his ranking is going to is going to improve there. Uh, John, as always, thanks uh, ever so much, and we'll talk again next week if that's okay. Take care. Good man. Uh, John Bonfilio there joining us from, uh, let me try it again, from Chiapas, the uh, highlands of Chiapas in southern Mexico. Uh,